Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. My name's Chris Panico. My name's Robert Hoffman. And this week, we're going to be reading Fireman Small by Wong Herbert Yee. Yup. It's going to be very exciting. I'm very excited for it. <coughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. I'm also excited. Yes. How are you feeling about it? Great. I'm feeling excited about it. I feel full of anticipation. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to crack this one open. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, you first. <laughs> well, did you know that Wong Herbert Yee was born in Detroit? I did not. What else do you know about Wong Herbert Yee? Um, he's been drawing ever since he was a kid. Okay. Um, and it shows. It shows these nice drawings. Yeah, wonderful. they are really good illustrations. So he's the author and illustrator of this book. Correct. Let's clear that one. Correct. And I think illustration is really his first love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really formative point in his childhood during first grade, I think, where a picture that he drew was put on the bulletin board by his teacher. And uh, that really jettisoned him forward. And that's what it takes. Yeah. it's. I think it's kind of cool because <coughs> it's a pretty small relatively inconsequential gesture from a teacher yeah you know yeah if i think back i mean things like that really like stick with you Mm -hmm. you know and i mean i remember i uh i drew a picture of a bird and Mm -hmm. uh it it was put into some calendar thing it was cool i think it was called like a color your favorite animal calendar Something, some amalgamation of those words. This is, I think I was in the fourth grade. And I was so proud of that. Was it like... It wasn't even that good of a bird picture. Was it a calendar that people could buy? It was, I think it was given out by some organization in my area. Like a... Okay. Like a pet adoption place or something. Cool. That is cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just, you know, I'm just bragging about my... I do want to clear... I mean, the bird was not that great. Like, I, I even felt, I drew the bird, and I was thinking, man, they're not going to pick this bird. Yeah. Everyone in my art class had to, had to draw the picture, and I'm like, they're not going to pick this bird. This is not my best work. They <laughs> picked the bird, and then I was like, I'm going to be an artist, I'm going to grow up, and I'm going to be an artist when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, but, well, that's okay. but still, I mean, this really stuck with me. I, re- I remember even the title of the calendar, or at least close to it. Oh, Yeah. What was it called? I just, I said it. The color of your favorite. Oh, Some, oh yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. not listening. Sorry. I thought you meant that it was... I didn't know that was the title. I thought you were describing it. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Yeah. that that was the title of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't... When I was in, like, sixth grade or something, I won a a poetry contest. (gasps) And it it wasn't, like, a school poetry contest. It was, like, a a poetry contest online. Yeah. Um, And they made, like, a book and everything. Oh. And I was like... What was your poem about? I don't even remember. Oh. It was man. about I think it was about like gods. Not like like sure. Judeo Christian gods, but like more like epic. Yeah. Historical like, kinds like of mythology. Gods. Like mythological. Mythological, yeah. 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 Um Ooh, you wanna recite it right now for everybody? I don't remember it. Welcome to No Nonsense Poetry Time. Oh, uh, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> that would I, be fun. I used to have the books. Well, I had them at my, the bookshelf in my parents' house. Yeah. And that is gone now. So. <sighs> really, um, got, really 
<laughs> this one this is a dark <laughs> this is our dark episode so no far. i could have kept those books but i didn't care for them because it wasn't a good poem but, yeah but it was it it showed that i understood rhyme scheme and meter uh-huh. which apparently is beyond most it is sixth graders it is yeah so yeah good job thank you and um, now remember when we were both in school together and we won that podcasting competition and that influenced our future <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was always that was good. definitely a real thing mm-hmm. we are the same age okay let's so let's talk about this book do you want me to give a, a rundown of it yes <laughs> okay here's the rundown <laughs> portion of the episode <laughs> fireman small okay this is, so fireman small is an interesting little guy he's a small fellow he is the only fireman in his area, on this side of the bay, as they say. Uh, so he works constantly. He never stops working because he's the only one that can put out fires and save people. Um, and it's sort of a day in the life of Fireman Small. So the first thing he does is he goes to Farmer Pig's farm. He gets a cat out of a tree, and it's sort of it's like uh, it ups the stakes every time. So first is the cat out of the tree. Like the cat probably would have been fine. Uh, next one, he goes to, um, what, Mother Rabbit's home, I guess? And, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, a little baby rabbit fell down a well, so mm-hmm. he gets the rabbit out of the well. And then he goes to Bakerman's store, which, I guess, uh, I always think of it as a, as a bakery. What is it called? Bakerman's store? Mm-hmm. Is it, does it say it's a bakery in here? We're gonna find I out think right they now. do. The page before yeah, they I describe feel like it the page bakery. Before. And the baker is on fire. Can't see. Baker is on fire. So it puts out the fire, um, and then he finally goes to bed. And then everybody who he helped in the town comes and wakes him up a fourth time mm-hmm. to tell him to go to bed. Basically, I mean to say thank you, but then they all then they say go to bed, which was what he was doing. Yeah, it's what he's been trying to do all day. Yeah, if you, yeah, he sleeps every second he can because he, he, it's the only way he could survive. Yep, it's very sad. He's the only one. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll tear into that. Mm Mhm. Okay, Chris, do you have anything for the setting for this one? Oh, I do. I bet you do. This one gives us some hints. It does. Um, I'm gonna do a quick moral first. Yeah, of course. Um. Man, I'm. I just want to say I'm running on three hours of sleep right now, so I'm just. Yeah. I'm probably gonna forget every portion of this show. That's okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I would say that the moral and I call it a show. It's. I mean, it's sort of a show, right? You show. We show with words. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Moral and sounds. Um, the moral is that. Helping people is its own reward. Hmm. Because there's no other way the fireman small would put up with this without having a gigantic sense of satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, inferring a little bit, but I, I I do see that. I mean, and the, at the end when they thank him, you know, you kind of get the feeling that it's like that that thank you that like just that gratitude and and everybody being happy is enough to keep him going on this crazy schedule yep Mm mm-hmm indeed yeah now as far as setting 
I know exactly where this book takes place. I know you do. Let's hear it. Exactly. I, I, let me just say, I bet it's New Jersey. It's not New Jersey. What? <laughs> it is, however, New Zealand. <laughs> All right. All right. New Zealand. Why is this? Um, because in New Zealand... <laughs> There's a bay. Well... There, and a farm. There are definitely bays. More importantly, there is Bakerman's Bakery in Fendleton... New Zealand. This is in Fendleton. Fendleton, which is a suburb of Christchurch. Whatever. Which is a town, I, not a church. That's something. That I mean, that's interesting, but I like Fendleton. Yeah, me too. Me that's too. That's really good. It's uh, it's on the South Island of New Zealand. Um, awesome. It's like a Dutch bake shop, and it's called Bakerman's, <clears throat> which is what is in the book. Bakerman's. Yeah. Great. Okay. So this is Fendleton. Yep. Fendleton, New Zealand. I'm set. I'm set with that. Awesome. Let's move on to the nonsense. I, I said at the beginning of this episode, and I said it sort of jokingly, I'm ready to, to, to crack this one open. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yep. I am ready to crack this one okay. open. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot. All right. Open that box up. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start with this. So, he's the only human. He is. <laughs> he's the only human here. He is. Fendleton. We didn't notice that until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. When Al, who was a guest on the show a couple like a month ago pointed it out to us yep thank you al yeah Yeah. what's up why is what's going on there well i don't know bro i mean perhaps this is like a a distant future sort of thing Mm -hmm. where animals are now bipedal and sentient and coexist with humans yeah and uh, Fireman Small is the last human, or the only human in Fendleton. That's something. What what it really reminds me of is um, Animal Crossing. I don't know if you've ever played Animal Crossing. I haven't, actually. Uh, but I, I know about it, and yeah. I would be interested to hear it's, more about it. It's like this. Uh, in Animal Crossing, you play as a villager who moves to a new place, mm-hmm. and you're the only person there, and everybody else is an animal. And everyone acts like that's cool and fine. Okay. <laughs> and they're all different animals, and they all talk, uh-huh. and they're all the, roughly the same size, which is kind of what we got going on here. I mean, if we look at the pictures, we've got, you know, alligators and beavers and pigs, and they're all kind of the same size. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, so, so something I do want to look at is the cat up the tree mm-hmm. at farmer pig's farm is this are the, the animals own other animals like is this cat i guess it doesn't necessarily say that it's farmer pig's cat yeah it doesn't specify also yeah. just farmer pig farm animals yeah you know what let's see if we got it could just be like a grain well yeah he's got yeah he's got a grain silo okay so we're gonna gonna go on like the the nice sure yeah he doesn't farm animals but listen that cat i don't know something about that cat just looks like it looks like a cat cat not not one of these animal crossing cats and then yes exactly and then fireman small has a dog fireman small has a dog he has a dalmatian that that walks on four legs uh-huh. It, it, you know it doesn't it's not a character in the book it's mm-hmm. just it's sort of there 
So cats and dogs seem to be just cats and dogs. Just cats and dogs. Well, but does, look, this does, animal owns a house. <laughs> does <laughs> Does Animal Crossing have pet animals as well, or is everything a okay, character? So good question. Um, my my first thought with that was was no, because there are dogs and cats, but you can catch bugs and fish. And they're just bugs and fish. Okay. And you can actually, you can keep them in your little homes. So there's precedence. So yeah. So this is kind of, it's very, it's very similar. Um, now that doesn't really help us much because Animal Crossing is nonsense itself. But it does give us sort of another lens to look at it. Yeah. You know, we have one human living in this town of animals. And mm-hmm. some animals in this town are owned by other animals. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and all the animals seem to be bipedal except for the ones that are owned. Right. Uh, which is interesting. So we'll, we have to figure that out. Now, I mean, yeah. you know, that it's nonsense. Uh, animals cannot, you know, own homes and such and run a, a town. Yeah. Or walk on two legs or, or speak the king's English. Right. So I see two options. Okay. Either Fireman Small has orchestrated this, or some other human we do not see has orchestrated this, or a group of humans. Because the animals, I mean, what could it, I mean, it could be a number of things. Either these are people in costumes, or Mm. they are animals that were just put there by people in this town for some reason Mm -hmm. that we are to figure out. So I don't I don't want to like uh, make a call on that yet unless you feel like you have good evidence to support what's going on in regards to that. Well, I don't I don't think I do. If I, not, that's fine. We like we have plenty of nonsense to explore. Yeah, I considered the possibility, uh, be, especially because you were mentioning Animal Crossing, that perhaps this is just a a very deep deeply augmented reality uh, that fireman's okay. smallest experience the virtual reality kind of thing yeah and okay that i mean that is something that is something i don't know if that's it so yeah well, that could we'll, be on the table yeah too. it's on the table um i think if we're really gonna give these pictures something then you know those are people in costume you know what i mean like they're people shaped they are. They're not normal animals. Right. Right. Like, alligators don't look like that at all. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, the possibility of this future where animals and people coexist. Yeah. But, you know, to have every single animal... Like a Zootopia kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's a little... That's a little nonsense. I mean, it could... It's not impossible because it's the future. And we, right, you know, right. it's a fallback, but I think it's it seem, more likely. It seems that, unlikely. Yeah, that some sort of foolery is going on here. Yeah, some foolery of the Tom sort. Yes. So, well, let's let's look into it. Um, Fireman Small is very, very tiny. Is he a child? In this picture, I'm it not looks sure. In this picture, it looks like he's definitely a child, right? Look at it's him a, compared to this dog. Oh yeah. It this what this looks like is a little kid 
And then all of his family members are dressed up as animals. And they're saying, we love you. And yeah. He's, and he believes they're animals because he's he's a toddler. Or he's, you know, young enough to suspend his disbelief. And right. Believe in the animal costumes. Okay. I think him being a kid. I mean, he looks like a kid in all the pictures. Yeah. His name right? is Fireman Small. He, do- he doesn't look like a grown man who is small. Right. He looks like he looks like a kid. He's smaller than the fire hydrant. Yeah. He's just very cute. Yeah. He's got those rosy cheeks. He's got a really big head compared to his body, which is a childlike feature. That's true. Um, not to say that there are not adults who are quite small and adults who are not shaped that way, but just like a like a few th- like the fact that he's probably being fooled in some way. Makes it more likely he's a child. Right. What does his bedroom look like? Yeah, let's check out the bedroom. And then we'll, we'll describe it for everybody. Uh, so he has cute little bunnies and carrots on his sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Childish. a clock. There's a picture of another person. <gasps> There's a picture of another person on his wall. Yes. I never noticed that. Who is that? Who is that? Do you think it is? I mean, if he's a kid, the assumption would be mom. Yeah. There's also a portrait of two rabbits <clears throat> and what looks like a college degree. Yes. Or okay. or some type of certificate. I think I've sort of figured it out. Okay. Or at least based on this picture, I've gotten some info. Okay. Look how high up that picture is. Uh-huh. Fireman Small could never, ever, ever, ever reach that. That's true. There's, There's nothing a chair in this underneath it. Yeah, but... but if he's still on this chair, he would just reach up to the top of the chair. Yeah, that's true. And then he true. still has several feet until he could reach that picture. That's no true. No way. So I'm thinking, he is a child. There's an adult whose room this... Who, who either actually has this room or has decorated this room and hung these things up where he could not possibly reach them. Like, he couldn't even reach the bottom of those curtains. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. He's a child. This is evidence that there is an adult in his life who is making this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly pictured. Wow, I can't believe we never noticed that. Yeah, wow. Small detail. Yeah, and then the other picture there is two rabbits. <gasps> Maybe the rabbits mm-hmm. are like... Like this little rabbit there, that's a pet rabbit. That's like an actual pet rabbit. Mm-hmm. Like the the so for those listening at home, um, in the middle of the book, he comes, he comes to Mother Rabbit's house, and saves little baby rabbit, little bunny, from a well. Now there's a few things going on here. If you look at the bottom of the well, it's just rock. There's no water in this well. Right. It's not functioning in any way. It's just a giant hole. Also, if a bunny had... Look at the... like if And you can't see the book. If you have the book, please do look at it. The bunny is so tiny compared to the giant length that it would have fallen. No way that bunny would be fine and just sleeping and not injured in any way. Yeah, that's definitely true. So that bunny was put down there by a responsible adult who was dressed like a rabbit at the top. Mm-hmm. The buddy was put down there, you know, calmly and safely so that Fireman Small 
go down there and rescue it. Yeah. <gasps> maybe. Maybe it's like his birthday. Yeah. And this is what he always likes to pretend he's a fireman. Yeah. You know, so his parents like set up or his guardian sets mm-hmm. up this whole this whole day of of firefighting excitement for yeah him. yep yep um yeah yeah I, mean, I feel like you nailed it i feel like you nailed it right there i think that could be it um so i'm saying i'm gonna guess that this the the rabbit mom is mm-hmm. his mom yeah i think that makes sense dressed as a rabbit um maybe farmer pig's his dad yeah farmer pig could be his dad um and and bakerman could be i don't know family friend oh you know what we're talking what's the name of this place uh bakerman's bakery no like the town fendleton fendleton that's that's bakerman from fendleton you know oh like the real the real yeah. owner of the of the real right. shop if you look at the bakery shop there's a sign with a birthday cake on it yeah that he has out because oh, man it's, it's currently the it's currently the birthday celebration yeah and, and that's, that's not like a real right. fire that's a real fire right like it's a birthday s- some smoke and, and that's what that signs for is to let everybody in fendleton know today's the day we're doing the birthday fire oh, don't have to worry about it you know the birthday fire the birthday fire yeah that we talked about. Look, New Zealand. It's a place. small town. Do you know how many people live there? Seven. Two thousand and six people. Oh wow. It's like a pretty small town. That's the year I was born. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, that's. Oh man, getting old. Getting old. It's like. There are definitely people who were born in 2006 that have podcasts. <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, okay. Well, that, you'd be, what, 13? 13. 13. 13-year-olds 13 do more than that. Yeah. They're, they're pretty... If you're a 13-year-old with a podcast, please do email us at knowingonsensestorytime.gmail.com to make us feel old. Yeah. But also to prove that we're right. Prove that we're right. It's a double-edged take, sword. Yeah, I'll take being old for being right. Yeah, I'm old, therefore I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I I assume that Fireman Small's mom, Mrs. Small, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. Mother Rabbit, came to Bakerman's store and was like, hey, could we do this? It would make my son really happy. Yeah. And, and it's publicity for Bakerman. Yeah, and Bakerman's all for it. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Look at Bakerman <laughs> down here. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, his assistant or some some employee was like, yeah, we can do That's the hippo. He just looks real happy yeah. about it. He's the that's one why who... he looks so happy. Yeah. I never understood. And we finally figured it out. He looks so happy because he knows it's not real because he's the one who set it up. <laughs> yeah. And the real Bakerman is... He's so scared. He's got like a Swedish chef thing about it. I like, like the, the idea that Bakerman doesn't know this is happening at all. Mm-hmm. And he just happens to be dressed as a rhino today. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. That's not nonsense. 
Yeah, and look at this little trampoline here. Little ball. Little ball. This looks like an adult's room that is kind of set up for a kid to play in. Yeah. It's large. Is it large? It's pretty large. I mean, look at the size of that bed. Yeah. For this tiny, tiny kid. Yeah, it's a big room. That's like a queen. Or at least. Something. Um, yeah. What else do we have? What do we else what else do we gotta do here? I mean we see you know, we see everybody come in at the end. And look, the cat's walking on four legs. That's a real mm -hmm. cat. That's a real pet cat. A real dog. Maybe a real pet bunny. It's you know It's on two legs, but bunnies can do that. It's kinda sitting though, you know? Yeah. It's not standing. It's it's sitting on its, its little bunny butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great. Cool. I go to bed and turn out the light. Happy birthday, Fireman Small. Happy birthday, Fireman Small. That's great. Um, and that explains the whole, he's the only fireman at this side of the bay. You yeah. know, today he is. Yeah. Um, he's the only one that can do all this stuff. There is a bay in Pendleton, by the way. I oh, yeah. Pendleton Bay. Is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at it on the map. I didn't, I didn't look close enough to see the name just the fact that there was a just bay. a bay you just saw the bay shape yeah to be fair you'd be hard-pressed to find too many cities without a bay mm -hmm. especially if they're on an island yeah now are there tall buildings in Fendleton? um i could check you know what i think that i think there probably aren't because it's a town of two thousand people yeah that's true but in the very first line of the book is in the middle of town where buildings stand tall. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when you're a little kid, everything's tall. Everything's tall. Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. Station number nine. Okay. So we do have one bit, one more bit of nonsense, at least that I know of. Do you have anything that you want to throw out? No, I don't. What do you have? Here's what I have. Oh. He's driving a fire truck. And it's yep. not like a kid fire truck. He's driving like a real fire truck by yeah. himself. He looks terrified. <laughs> He's driving a fire truck by himself. Now, if you, yeah, if you look like, look at this, look at this fellow here. He looks very. He's like, what are you, what's going on? Why is that kid driving a fire truck? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he actually drove a fire truck. And here you have in the back, this little baby hippo who's so scared. And in the front. Like, this uh, adult hippo is, like, just eyes forward, just going to pretend this isn't happening. Um, <clears throat> is it physically possible? It's not physically possible for a child to drive a fire truck. I don't know. Right. I don't think so. Not on his own. Not on his own. But maybe someone's in there helping him out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe... On the other side of Fireman Small is an adult that's really driving the fire was, truck. So I was thinking that, but then, look, we get to the page with the bunny, and no. It very clearly shows oh, yourself. Man. So I think maybe it's sort of remote controlled. It's a giant remote controlled fire truck? Yeah, I don't mean really like cool. well, like a toy, but I mean like controlled remotely. Well, they're developing cars that... Yeah, I mean, some like so Teslas can drive themselves in exactly. some capacity, not with perfection by any means. But so it could be a self-driving fire truck. Yeah, and maybe it's like forty years in the future. Yeah, 
It's got some GPS coordinates loaded in there. Yeah. I think it's totally reasonable. I do like farming small, small uh, waving here into the mirror. Yeah. You know? Look at that good looking firefighter. Pretty confident. Yeah, he's very cute. It's very cute. Um, I don't know what's going on in this picture. Hmm, can I see? Yeah. Something with this little Dalmatian. Yeah, it's looking at some black spots on the... It's not necessarily nonsense, but it is interesting to me. Um, We're looking at a picture. Uh, there's... Um, Fireman Small's pet dog, his Dalmatian, is looking at the ground, and there's these weird black shadows just yeah. kind of there. Are they, are they oil spills? Something. They Something don't like appear... That? Yeah, that's my... I guess maybe oil from the truck. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, Any? you have any other nonsense? Nope. I think we did it. Yeah? Yeah, we're good. We're great. In fact, maybe even... Maybe even, like... Fireman Small's parents are in charge, are like actual firefighters, or like you know. Oh, that you know they they run the sense. the fire department or something, right. so they can make these calls and like yeah. let him drive this truck. That make. I think that must be true, because the the way it's laid out is he lives in Station yeah. Nine. Yeah, he's got that pole. Yep. Yeah, which if and they. What they did is they took this like bedroom and they just like quick set it up to make him comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's why it looks so sparse and kind of like right. weird things. There. Right. Kind of yeah. like an adult. Like it's too tidy to be a kid's room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um, I'd say the new moral of the story is that no one loves you like your parents because they will let you think you're driving a fire truck. Yes, your parents will will, <laughs> will falsely lead you to believe that you are a fireman on your yeah. birthday. That's the moral. Yeah. <laughs> and like let you think you're putting out a real fire. Yeah, but it's a fake fire. Yeah. Your parents will set a bakery on fake fire for you because of their love yep that's the moral Indeed. i'm robert hoffman and i'm chris patico and this has been no nonsense story time thank you so much for listening Join us next time. We're going to talk about a book called The Rainbow Fish by Marcus Fister. Marcus Fister. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Um, in the meantime, you can email us at nonotsinstorytime at gmail.com and check out our Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook. Got Send all your friends to Spotify or SoundCloud or uh -huh. wherever else they might get their podcasts from because we're there. We're there. And uh, we'll see you next time. And and we love you. Mm-hmm.